Jordan. And I'm Madison. No, she's not. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, and welcome back to The Power of Two Will Do Nothing For You, a podcast recapping every episode of the TV show Charmed. And happy Halloween. It's September. Right. <laughs> this is the perfect episode for Halloween. By Halloween, I mean the September. beginning of fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about season one, episode seven, The Fourth Sister, written by Edith Swenson and directed by Gilbert Adler. And sidebar, because you know I love a industry sidebar. Is anything really a sidebar if it's the it's, point of the podcast? I don't know. I'm just, I, I, know. I just apologize we for speaking and for existing and stuff. Okay, anyway. So Edith Swenson, who wrote the episode, uh, also wrote an episode of Xena Warrior Princess, which oh. I feel like is important um, info. Um, and then, no, that's that's all I have to say. I'm so sorry. That's all I have. <laughs> I'll go. Um, I'll leave. I'll see myself out. So let's get into it. Happy Halloween. I'm looking at a coyote. Here, today, this episode here is about eyebrows. And this ep- isn't every episode from everything in the no, 90s this, about this eyebrows? Her, her eyebrows are really, they're, they're doing a lot. Yeah, so we open up on a young gal doing a ritual in her bedroom. She's got candles all around. she got a skull. You may say a young gal with a fascinating look. And you can tell she, little, little goth gal. She invented you know? MySpace. Angsty little goth gal. She invented MySpace. But we see this this magical lady pops up in her mirror. And she says her name is Callie. And she's trying to give fairy godmother, but it's not giving fairy yeah, godmother. Yeah, she's trying to in act my, all in my innocent, heart and soul. but there's clearly something shady going on. Again, yeah, no. and this gal's name is Eviva. Which for this me young takes me name. straight to... What does it take me to? No... It Evita. takes me. That's what it doesn't e. take That's like Evita. It takes me straight. What's to the difference between Evita and Evita? Aviva. Her name's Aviva. Oh God! <laughs> and what does that remind you? I of? just want rent. The her only thing fake about me is this. Aviva oh my God, Drescher her, um, from yeah, Real leg, Housewives of New York. Her prosthetic. This leg. is the crossover we need in my life. Is the two Avivas? <laughs> <laughs> that would make no sense. Well, listen. Oh my God. She could throw her leg. True. I don't know. But yeah, uh, we we learned through this scene with Aviva talking to this Callie lady in the mirror that they're kind of stalking the Hollowell sisters, and there's something something is wrong with this Who? gal Aviva's mom. We don't see. We don't say. Right, we what, don't know yet. Who is stalk? Who is not stalking the Hollowell sisters? True. That's also, fair. we see Aviva with her little oh eyebrows. Put this her little hands so up. This is so painful because mm. Callie says to her, "Put your put your hands out. I'll give you power. I'll give you power. Yay! Don't put your, if so, some kind of being says, put your hand out. Reach what your hand out. I think Don't a lot do of it. I think a lot of angsty teens would be like, well, it hell makes sense. yeah, I'll put Teen, my hands teenhood out. is the time to prey on these Maybe children. when I was, I don't know, what would I would have done as a teen? Hmm, if you met a being in your mirror? <laughs> I think I would probably check myself into a facility. Back yeah, then I was probably. like really afraid of being oh my God. crazy. So she yeah. gives her the power. Callie gives Aviva the power. And then right. Aviva walks out of the room. And then we see Callie in the mirror burst into flames. And she's the demon. Like she's, she's a demon. She's Shocker. got the, the demon eyes and the flames of hell behind her. Yeah. She's so got we little, can't trust little that demon hope. kitty eyes. 
And then on our next scene, we're at the manor and uh, Leo in his little booties there. Oh my God, Leo's got, got his got a little, little booty, booty in the air. Got his <laughs> butt up. <laughs> little booty in the Piper's air. Piper's enjoying the little booty in the air. Something that I will say, this is the opposite of a feminist rant, is this <laughs> show is really great about like... Um, Objectifying men? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do it more. No, and this is so infuriating. The whole like Phoebe acting. Oh my god, like, it's so tired. She's acting like she likes Leo, even though she so doesn't, and they don't make any sense. Right, he's not her type at like, all. Like Leo oh my is gosh. fixer guy. Piper is fixer lady. Can I just? Can I? Should I be messy? What does that mean? Yeah. Should I? Um. So one thing that's really fun, <laughs> I you know, messy? what does that mean? <laughs> back. In, She's about to bring up that she dated Leo. <laughs> as if. Uh, back in. Um, I guess like 19, high school. 11, 12. Okay. Sorry. In high school when I like was like binging these box sets because I, you know, didn't really have uh, f- f- friends um, <laughs> or like I had, you know, whatever. My, my Listen, we've all been there. Listen, it was specific. I had, you know, whatever. Point is, <laughs> I also, <laughs> a different podcast. you know, hyperfixation-y, all the people, know a lot about all the people, but, and here's the thing. This is, you know, I think I can be messy because this was such a long time ago. So that's fun. But apparently there was this whole rumor that at one point. Oh, you, didn't you already mention this? Maybe I did. Yeah. Alyssa Milano and Brian Krause. Yeah. You said this when we inter- introduced. Leo, yeah. Yeah. Like dated. Yeah. Where there's like some pics. You weird. know, whatever. I just think it's. Well, because there's another time in the future. We'll have to wait a few seasons. We'll have to wait till season three. Season three. It's about. uh uh, where I can be even messier. Where it's, there's weirdness there too, among the cast. Uh, yeah, and Shannon Doherty, which yeah. that's like fifty times juicier. That's way worse because of the situation. That is way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so uh, my point is, it's the storyline is funny. Yeah, I wonder what happened. I want to know. Yeah. I want to be a little something. Yeah, and they say in this watching. scene, our cat is missing. Which is unacceptable. The cat is and they, missing. And they're so casual about it. I'm so it. upset. Clearly, I mean, no, they don't. Clearly no one with a cat wrote this because if you have a cat, you're psychotic though, about no, your cat. No, that's not true because some people, like the cat I just kind of showed some up. Some people are like whatever about that. Also, cat. the cat just kind of showed up. Yeah, they didn't like choose They're the at cat. this point in the show like real irresponsible. Also, they probably know the cat's magic to a degree, wouldn't you think? No. Like he showed up around the they same time they got. anything is magic. That's true. At yeah. this point. We've got two brain cells between the three of us. Anyway, and, and so has both of them. Right, exactly. So we're checking out Leo's booty. It's a cute booty. Oh, quite possibly the finest glutes in the city. Estate in all the land. Piper then, Piper calls dibs. LOL. On which, Leo. Okay. Which duh. I mean also it's Thank like, you. Maybe this isn't and your then type. Leo goes I out know. and he puts up flyers up for missing flyers. cats. He's the sweetest boy. Cute booty, cute flyers. Cute booty, what cute else flyers. You, you can fix your house. And then we see that Aviva is watching him. Yeah, Aviva's sitting in the car watching Leo do this. Like and a spooky little freak. She makes the flyer he put up burst into flame. Unacceptable. Which is deeply rude. Oh, and she's so pleased with herself too. Yeah, like, like come on. What is the song? <laughs> what is the song the, that go the, opens the song, with the Golden Gate Bridge? <clears throat> the song uh, that that plays after the intro on the DVDs, the OG song, is Wheel by Uma. Okay, that's definitely not what this is because it's infuriating. This is, I think, the one that makes me the most... This was the one what when is, we were watching with Josie where... This might have been the one made, that tipped us over the This was the one edge, that made me we go, like, we no, gotta check the we DVD. gotta get the DVDs. Because this, this is, is wrong. But yeah, I don't even remember what the song is. It's not important, but Wait, it's what like... is this replacement? Let me hear it for a second. Yeah, it's like a sad song. 
It's they not necessarily. It. It's just the tone is sad. The words are not. That's so confusing. It's originally a man song, but this is some like random cover. cover like, weird. I don't know. It's very. It's giving like. But yeah, this is this episode though is really where we start to get into after the intro song, we have a montage of usually Activities. usually Piper. Not yeah. always Piper, but yeah. usually Piper doing like household kitchen tasks. Oh my god, you know what I almost and just said? Well, because she's the kitchen never wench. matches. It's just like very two thousands. It's like Is that how it was for the DVD though? It didn't match? No. It's oh. like we're making a sandwich. We're okay. making coffee. And the song is we're like We're pouring a big glass vibes. of real cow's milk. I mean it's like it, it's fine. I like it. But it, it's just silly. It's oh, it just makes funny me crazy. Me. It's just kind of funny to me. I can't wait till we get into because there's a point where we start to have like good songs. Like yeah. you know that song, "Blame It on the Weatherman." <laughs> That's yeah. in season. Why do I know this? I think it's like season. Why do I four know or this? five? Because I know I know the circumstance that it's surrounding. Because you know how I feel about Phoebe and. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, I remember seeing that for the first time, like late middle school, thinking this is the first time I've truly had a feeling. Facts. But then when I looked up the song, it was like a man's name came up and it's like a man's song, but then I couldn't even really find the song. I definitely can't find the version with the lady singing. There was even a whole <laughs> Reddit thread of people trying to find this song. Wow. <laughs> of people trying to find this song. Which is also funny because it's not a good song, so I'm like, calm down. But Okay, wait, I found it, I found it, All I right. found it. This is the one that's on the DVDs, the real song. Not this weird prime one. You can't see, but I'm pumping my fist. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's yeah, equally it weird. A, it, fits, it doesn't fit quite. No, it's, yeah, it's equally it's like, weird, I'd say. Yeah. Well, like I don't it, think that's the part they use. Oh. Okay, regardless, I don't yeah, need this it's like in my here. life. Okay. Okay, that's even weirder. Yeah, it's very, because even the lyrics of the real song they use, it's like very, you know, it's like this wheel will turn without you. It's like very sad. Yeah, I don't know. What's but going it's like on we're there. starting the episode, we're positive. Right. Like, it's, I don't know. It's okay, really weird. well, let's focus on what matters and not 20 minutes of talking about a song. <laughs> Piper pouring herself a, a large glass of whole milk. Oh, it's not for her, it's for Leo. <laughs> Oh, right. You're so yeah, right. Enormous glass my of milk. My point was just biggest oh my you've God. ever seen. Milk. Ugh. I used to drink milk all yeah, the time. Like the, I'd the, have the like dairy spaghetti. companies were like, pour your child Literally, a huge in our glass family, of milk. There were certain meals you had milk with, okay? And I'm sorry. Spaghetti? This is a total digression, but this <gasps> is like very disturbing and I'm ready to share. But there's probably people who are going to be like, I still do this. Whatever. So Anything? it is understood that if you drink a straight up glass of milk, you're gross. <laughs> that is like, like you could put normal dairy milk like in a coffee, in a tea, right. in a bake good you know in a yeah. recipe do not drink it straight up. that's weird. weird yeah i think at this point it's weird but no i mean like don't you know whatever I I, i'm not trying to be judgmental i respect you milk but drinkers but is, it's weird let me say which meals i drank with milk <laughs> I mean, wait, that is not the sentence which meals, which I, meals drink? I drink with <laughs> i blended them up in a blender and i drank that milk Delicious. with the meal in it no okay i'm just this is we're wasting so much time but you know what this is not a waste of time this what, is important define waste we're gonna of study time. this when we're gone <laughs> no so you know like spaghetti like anything with red sauce and then oh, this one yeah italian food this one i'm really embarrassed about but it was common chinese food is that not you disgusting? just you just snapped me back to 2006 oh my god and now i think about that and it makes wow no like low is there anyone else? in your mouth anyone and who then hears milk. this right anyone who hears this 
Were you putting a little sesame chicken in your mouth and rice and then drinking milk? Because I need to know if this was a universal <laughs> experience. Then, were you putting some sesame chicken? <laughs> you on a first date. Have you ever put some sesame right. chicken in your mouth? Did you used to mouth? walk into Ming Walk at the mall and they would see you and go, Combo, Combo D? Oh, no. Listen, back in those days, we all hung out at the mall. You know the kids aren't allowed to hang out at the mall anymore? In a lot of what places. They, where do they no, hang in out? A lot of, this is like, what podcast are Me we doing? Me and my friends in, literally just be like, let's go to the yes. mall and just walk no, around and I go guess. to Claire's. No, I mean, this is part of a, this is like a facet of late stage capitalism. Cinnabon. But apparently in a lot of places now, there's like a rule that if you're at Why, the mall, the teens are you rowdy. have to have a mommy with you. <gasps> oh my God. Is nothing sacred? Not even the mall? Not even the mall? Oh my God. But you know what? I think a lot of it is the shooting. That too. Which is twisted. We don't want your kid getting killed this at the mall. This nation is like a Kmart. No offense to Kmart. I feel bad for saying that. Because like Kmart, Kmart is really is Kmart like full capitalist anarchy. No, I meant like it's not very classy. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel really bad for saying that because you know yeah. is Kmart gone? I don't know. Is K- oh my god, are you talking about a dead guy right now? Is Kmart okay? Anyway, we we Wait, how much time we've spent like twenty minutes been, like, talking about songs years. and milk. God damn it! There was something you said that made me think of something that I wanted to say. Now I can't remember it because you're bing bang boom and like What's a pinball that? machine to all these funny things. ADHD. I'm drinking my coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Kmart. Are they bankrupt? And also the days. I don't want to leave that out. <laughs> Kmart. She's just googling. This is a this is a googling podcast where we talk and we Google things. I think it says they went bankrupt along with Sears in 2018. <laughs> Damn, brutal. But I don't know. They, I don't know. Wow, they died. <laughs> they died the same year as our dad. <laughs> oh my god! Our dad would think that was funny, just for the record. Yeah, he okay. would think. It was anyway, really funny. let's watch this damn episode. <laughs> okay, she's got the milk and she's bringing it to Leo. So we hand Leo a glass We're of milk. Who Leo flirts over a glass of milk? Of milk. <laughs> Prue and Phoebe come down the stairs looking fire, may I add. Yeah, and P- P- Piper says to Phoebe, that's a nice outfit at 8 a.m. with I nowhere to that. go. Nice outfit for 9 o'clock in the morning with no place to go. Yeah, Phoebe's flirting with Leo is unbearable, quite honestly. It's very unbearable. Phoebe? Yeah. Yeah. Because it is like it's that thing, and I think we address it where it's like she's just doing it because Piper likes him, and that's yeah, like it's a that thing like she has to do. Weird thing she has with men, yeah. That we write into this where she just she'll steals get over it, and man. she'll get more into just like repetitive trauma <laughs> with partners. So what can you do? Yeah, and then Prue says to Phoebe, she like pulls her into the other room, and she's like, "Classic Phoebe, uh-huh. stealing people's manses." Yeah. And we're referencing this Roger, Roger. guy that we've talked Which about before. About him. That was Prue's something. Also, it's funny because that guy that they cast to play Roger was like eighty. No, not really. <laughs> such Wait, an did we see Roger? I thought at some point. Oh, did yeah, we? yeah, yeah. And like the pilot or like the second episode or whatever. He I comes can't to remember our what he looked like. He just has like glasses. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just a guy with glasses. <laughs> Yeah, but Prue says you only, Phoebe only likes Leo because Piper likes Leo. She doesn't actually like her. Piper just goes totally. Piper, am I a boyfriend thief? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Piper, am I a boyfriend stealer? Totally. Totally. But yeah, and then they start, the the gals keep rattling off examples of times Phoebe has like flirted with their man. And Piper's bringing up eighth grade. Which is quite a time ago. She stole her man. Eighth grade, that shit will really stick. Yeah, that's the time. That's the age when things start to really matter. 
Piper says to Phoebe that she's always had breasts. I didn't even have breasts back then. Phoebe, you've always had breasts. That was me she as says, hell. Phoebe, you've always had breasts. Yeah. No, it's also funny because there is like something real here where it's like the tr- making the transition from like being like kid sisters to being like adults is very yeah, weird. It is, yeah. For a minute. We're back, Coyote walking we're back, by. Uh, we're back hey, at Coyote. Aviva. That's Mo. They can't see him. Well, if you could see him, he's a cute guy walking by. He's a coyote who lives in the neighborhood. Daytime coyotes. That's what we have here. <laughs> Daytime and oh. nighttime. In the next scene, we get introduced to our aunt. What's her okay, name? You can't just say our aunt. We don't know who. She's our aunt. Well, I'm going to say more. Our? Me and Aviva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back at Aviva's bedroom and our aunt has walked in. See, our aunt. And, and clearly we've got some beef with our aunt. And this is apparently this is our aunt's apartment mm-hmm. that she's letting us stay in. We don't yeah. normally live here. At the beginning of that scene, I do love Aviva says... Dear Diary, Aviva, open the door. Life sucks here. Dear Diary, life sucks here. And it was serving Beetlejuice. Yeah. Normally we live elsewhere. Is this when we find out that our mom's in rehab? Or was that previous? Um, I mean, was that the future? Oh, um, but also I need to... But yeah, all we get in that scene is that Aunt Jackie, which is her name, Aunt Jackie thinks Aviva's crazy. And um, we don't know what's going on with mom. Oh, she does say... Your mom's in rehab. Mm-hmm. She says, my mom's yeah. in rehab. Also worth noting, Rebecca Balding, who plays Aunt Jackie, mm-hmm. uh, keep your eyes peeled because she has about a million different guest arcs in Charmed. That's so funny. Yeah. And it was funny because when I saw her, I thought, where I do recognize I recognize her, her from? Yeah. And then it was like, she's been in a lot of things, but it was like Charmed because she's in Charmed a million times. I was going to say, because I, when I saw her, I remembered her playing like a very evil person. I can't remember. At some point. So I wonder, like, if we look at she future has, like, episodes that ep- she's She in. has, like, seasons where she's in, like, eight episodes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Oh, we're at a video store. Yes, video Andy rental store. Weep, cry. And love I love store. this because the they're, like, trying to pick out a video. You know, they're trying to pick one to take home and watch. And the guy, one of the workers, comes over and is like... Video paralysis video he's like video paralysis you guys are like a few minutes away from leaving without a video and listen this is what we are struck with today oh my with god the streaming Constantly. services got so many options can't pick spend all your time trying to pick yeah it's pointless not great but then andy also makes a little dig about like we won't end up watching mm-hmm. it and prue thinks he's being cheeky but really what he's doing is being shady because he's saying, you're going to run yeah, off. Yeah, he's like, oh, you won't be there. He said, you're probably going to ditch me like you always do. Mm-hmm. And they end up renting Body, body heat, heat, which, what is that? I was going to look it up. Oh, I forgot. It's a 1981 romance film. I mean, I figured it. Who's in it? Bunch of people I've never heard of. Let except, me see. except for Mickey Rourke. Oh, my God. You haven't oh, heard Kathleen of Kathleen Turner? Turner? I do know Kathleen Turner. I know of that. Ted Danson. Of course. Wow. Well, Body well, Heat. Everybody watch Body Heat. <gasps> All right. In our next scene, Aviva is conjuring Callie again. Yeah, we're talking to Callie. Her eyebrows are doing heavy lifting again. Oh, my God. Her eyebrows. She always has one up. There's always one up. I'm, like, oh, I'm so jealous of, of that because up. you know I desperately want to be able to isolate my eyebrows and I just can't. I don't yeah. have those facial muscles. However, that's going. Yeah, and Callie says apparently the goal is for Aviva to join the Charmed Ones coven. 
Which, which okay. isn't going to happen. They don't have a coming. They're like barely coming. hanging they on. They barely have anything. Yeah, they're like. And then we see Aviva took the cat. She took our cat. She's got our and cat. And she just got it stuck in a closet. That's so messed up. Our cat has to roam free. And we're back at the manor and Leo's still here doing Piper's his little whatever so he does. Oh my Look God, at her yeah. little shoes. Very 90s cute. Yeah, and, and uh, Piper and Leo are uh, flirting over their occupations. Oh, yes. As you do. Flirting hey. over their occupations. <laughs> They're acts of service people. Yeah. Worth noting. That's why they were. Yeah. yeah, and Leo has stain samples at home. <laughs> that he, he could show her these stain samples. And uh, Piper says, bring them to Quake because Phoebe's not there. Right. <laughs> Also, I think there's something to be said for like, come see me at work where I'm. Yeah, where I'm power bitch. Important. Yeah. yeah. I'm top bitch of the vomitorium. Aviva shows up at our door with the cat. Yeah, Aviva shows up pretending she just found our cat. And it's funny because at first she says, oh my God, I just found the cat. Like she acts like she was just walking by and she saw the cat. So she brought it in. Mm -hmm. And then once she's sitting on the couch and they're asking her more like, where did you find the cat? How'd you get the cat? And then she acts and then she's like suddenly saying that like, oh, she fed the cat or like blah, blah, blah. It's like, did you just find the cat or did you have the cat for a while? Like you probably should have worked out your lies. And if you were wondering about, uh, I, I take pretty iconic notes about this show. Yeah. And uh, no one's wondering, but I'm going to subject you to it anyway. Literally, this is my notes. At 1400, it says, evil kitty bitch returns kitty. <laughs> and then 1417, Phoebe being a little shit. I wrote, Phoebe's so annoying. She's being such a little shit. She's, like, she's being peak and you know, annoying this I'm episode. And I'm team Phoebe. Yeah, and she's being very annoying. But I will episode. say, I'm team Piper always. Oh, yeah. Always. Piper deserves all the support Piper in the is world. the one... Like, people always talk about, like, Prue being the strongest one or, like, blah, 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 Piper's blah. Underrated. Piper is, like, the core of... Taken for granted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that becomes her story for sure, like, yeah. being taken for granted. But Prue and Andy show up. They get home. And apparently, everybody was supposed to be gone so that right. Prue and Andy could have the night to themselves so Andy in the house. was right. But instead, both sisters are here and Aviva's here. Yeah, this and is, then Aviva just like straight up in front of in front of Andy. It's like let me and, be Wiccan with you. And Leo is mm -hmm. like, we're witches, we're Wiccan. And then she does. She uses her power to pop the pop. Oh my god! That's and in that, Andy's hand. The moment where Leo and Andy are looking at this like inflating yeah, like, popcorn But then Piper freezes them. Yeah, we're on different pages here. Aviva's like risky teenager. She's like, let's just openly do magic. Well, also, you know, it's pretty standard. They've been like, they were born with this yeah, so they family have no weird choice. gift. They have no choice. They don't really want it. She don't have it. She, she like really sawed it out. Yeah. We freeze Leo and Andy. Before the popcorn. Before the popcorn, popcorn finishes yeah, yeah, yeah. popping. Because we're like, what the fuck? This mm -hmm. bitch is just openly doing her powers in front of these people. <laughs> And then, oh my God. And then Aviva gets mad that we're telling her to leave. Prue's like, get the hell out. And Aviva gets mad and uses her powers to burn what was in one of the gal's hand. Mm -hmm. I can't remember which gal. I don't know. But she like quickly drops it because it's smoking. Mm -hmm. And then Aviva leaves. And then the, the boys unfreeze. <laughs> the boys. The boys unfreeze. And they're like, where's and that the weird popcorn girl? popcorn bursts. Mm-hmm bursts at the seam and they're both like huh you know like where's that weird little teen with the eyebrows and prue goes and then they left and she shuts the door with her mind yeah as you do oh my god I yeah. do it every day wait the, the guys are like where did where did Aviva go and prue's like oh god i gotta close the door with my mind so she makes like a i'm taking a shit sound <laughs> like she goes Ugh. it's perfect though like it's literally like i'm dropping a turd like, it's probably like, like uh, uh, she just uh, 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 
It's like we could have made what? a different. How do you noise? know it's like dropping a tree? She's doing her best. We're talking to our mirror yeah, again. Aviva's We've talking lost to Callie it. again because she's upset that it didn't go well. Well, yeah. What did you expect? You're like forceful as hell. And Callie says, "Avoid Prue. Prue's too strong. Avoid Prue." Right, and she's smart. I will say, and, and she she's says, cynical. And she she's says, suspicious Phoebe of everyone. Is weak and vulnerable, right. which is also true. You know what's funny though? This is basically like they invented being chronically online. Like, you know, when like people are like so chronically online that they're like offended by everything on such a psychotic level or like they will like it's like those people who like they'll be like a really nice post about something cute and they'll find a way to make make it miserable. Yeah, they'll make some nasty or they'll be like this hurt my feelings. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You'll almost be like, what? How did you make this nasty? My point is she is chronically on mirror. (laughs) Chronically. Yeah, because Callie's feeding her that right. basically so like everyone like shows owes up. her everything. Yeah, she shows up to these ladies and she's just like, make me part of your coven. I stole and returned your cat. I deserve and it. And they're like, who the hell are you? Get out. Why are you openly doing magic? And then she's like, why didn't they like me? Right. So basically now Callie is teaching her more efficiently the art of manipulation. Yeah. And we also hear in this scene that like we get more about like Aviva's very alone because she kind of has no family. Brilliant um yeah aviva doesn't really have family we know her mom is in rehab so i guess she's kind of vulnerable you know to this demon because she's all alone jackie she wants to have sisters which is why she wants to be a part of the hallowell group now prue's talking to andy on the phone in that scene too with callie um callie reveals the point of aviva infiltrating the the charmed ones is that callie wants to steal their magic Mm-hmm. and that yeah. part i was like what like how aviva hello like yeah. you think they're gonna want to be your sisters when you steal their Listen, magic she's from desperate them? she doesn't have like a lot after of their magic gets stolen then what gal i don't know you're just like okay now let's be sisters moral of the story though is she says go for phoebe yeah which so we're, i mean we're gonna be yeah, targeting we all phoebe. agree yeah like if someone if we had three sisters and they were trying to find a way in it would be go for jordan do not talk to Maddie. Yeah, do not talk to Maddie. <laughs> she will not listen You'll to you. You'll be dead on the ground. Yeah. Like, make yourself vulnerable. Go for Jordan. She's yeah, a tell, sucker. Tell Jordan a nice bit of trauma you've had. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now uh, Andy's talking to Prue and yeah, we're talking Andy's on the phone. growing increasingly frustrated at her uh, Prue disappearances. Prue keeps canceling. Yeah. Which she I keeps mean, ditching know, us when we have dates. And the circumstances of witchery. And Andy's starting to get a little upset which is fair i'd be upset too yeah this aside from jeremy who doesn't really count this is like the beginning of a long line of like magic messing with our relationships yeah which it would i imagine yeah definitely but the gals are chatting after uh, prue gets off the phone with andy they're chatting about aviva and we've got some mixed opinions you know basically exactly what you would expect sidebar potential for the soundboard hello paranoia check hello paranoia check Ooh, i good. love that yeah, yeah i've been trying hello, to think about it yeah cello yeah. you've got a bass <laughs> i stopped myself yeah she stopped herself cello, from quoting school you've of got rock a bass. never stop yourself Listen, from quoting school of jack rock. black right jack black is uh my deity you yeah. have an altar to jack black. oh my god we sell prayer should. candles for jack black because i want I'm gonna that look it up. that's like the best energy you could possibly oh, yeah. embody. no very pure anyway and Mike that's White. one of those random famous people that if i saw him in real life or i met him in a situation i would genuinely be excited and i would oh my god i, I would, would lose it i would to lose him. it yes because he also likes that. For the kids out there who don't know, I hope everyone knows by now, you know, Mike White, creator of the White Lotus. White Lotus. Also oh, yes. writer of School of Rock. Also, yeah. you know, his 
goofy friend who's with Sarah Silverman yeah, in, in School, School of Rock. Rock. Yeah, he's in it and he wrote so, it. So, yeah. And then just, he gave us the gift of White and Lotus. And he honestly gives me hope for Hollywood. And this is, again, this episode is a, is a mess of other stuff. You, you remember that time I did it, like, perfectly and we don't it know how? It was scary. So sorry. This is just charmed. Charmed. Okay. This is serious. This episode is yeah, going to be 50 the years. Opinion, <laughs> the opinions of the gals on Aviva are exactly what you would expect. Piper's like, I'm not sure. She's the split middle child. You know, she's listening to both sides. Prue is like, Aviva's shady. Do not trust her. We cannot trust her. We don't know who she is. And she's right, as usual. Well, Prue Phoebe actually has is healthy like, boundaries. Phoebe is like, oh, I like her. Let's let her hang out with us and be best friends and trust her immediately based off of no evidence. Yeah, it's like okay, girl. but I, I would how probably did, be how Phoebe. How did she even live to come? How did she even survive New York to be able to? No, move I know. Back yeah, here? that's a weird oversight. Like, there's no way. Yeah, but also, I mean, we did say that she like basically got into debt and had to come back. Yeah, so like it makes sense. I, I do she think failed. she'd be probably like, dead. She'd literally get murdered. Right. Take this she bag got down to the hey, bus depot. Right. And she'll, and she'll do, do it. it. This episode is full that is of references. We gotta stop. Okay, that's another excellent film. Um. And then we see Aviva call Prue from what? Phoebe on the phone. Yeah. So Phoebe, Phoebe answers the immediately. phone for Aviva. Also, in fairness, if you want Phoebe to do something, maybe don't tell her not to do it. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. Reverse psychology. But I will say, this is the beginning of what for me is like really like this would not be written now. Like this is not boundary acceptable. Well, because she's, she's an a adult. teenager. Yeah. She's in school. Phoebe's, and Phoebe's an, an adult. adult. Like you're basically kidnapping. Yeah. She takes a Aviva, Aviva like skips school to hang out with Phoebe. Yeah. Ditches school. She climbs out of the climbs. She just squeeze, squeezes herself. Squeegees. Wow, squeegees. I gotta go out of the fence. Yeah. She like opens the fence up enough to get through. Yeah. And then Aviva plays this thing with Phoebe where she's like, you're the cool one. They're yeah. them. Yeah. She's like, I bet you skipped school. And yeah, Phoebe's and like, Phoebe's yeah, like, in I fairness, did. Yes. And then uh, Phoebe's going to take her around, which is like, what? Yeah, what? That's not acceptable. Yeah. And then we're, uh, Leo just got to Quake. Yeah, uh, he's back got to those some stain samples. News. Yeah, he's here for lunchy and a stain sample. Oh, and Piper greets him in the cutest little way. It is cute because, like, honestly, their relationship, like, Piper and Leo, like, the, they're, like, these episodes where they're like just getting to know each other and like flirting is like honestly so unproblematic it is it's really pure like they're meeting each other like as equals they're always like equally flirting with each other and they're both like sweet little babies mm -hmm. you know like they're both kind of afraid mm -hmm. which is like oh it's so cute at one point aviva says <laughs> There were a couple times in this episode where I was like, wow, me or wow, you like cut and dry. Like the thing about like, Phoebe, you've always had boobs. I was like, oh, Jesus, that yeah. was me. But this she says, Aviva says, you didn't tell your bitch sister about this, <gasps> did you? Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, that's I, giving yeah, that's you. In my notes. Yeah, no, I had that for attention. an audio. Yeah, I was literally like immediate strangulation. Of course. I don't care how much of a bitch my sister is. <laughs> I will kill you. You can't call her a bitch. I yeah, can call yeah, her a bitch. Yeah tell your bitch sister about this did you like that like how can phoebe trust this person after she calls prue a bitch because mm -hmm. also like this is a child yeah calling your grown-ass sister a bitch i mean i think phoebe like, thinks that okay. sometimes okay so oh but the purest flirting in the world yeah leo's like says something about how cooks were second in the mayan hierarchy oh my god yeah leo dropped some mayan <laughs> facts so on us he's funny. like there's no one more important i need someone to nerd flirt with me yeah somebody please when they're flirting with you bring up mayan culture come on oh i wish 
Yeah, like if you bring up a random historical fact, I'm sold. Yeah. Also, that makes sense, Mayan culture. Like food it is does. food, yeah, is, food is life. Yeah. No, and then this I love so much. And I was like, me. She oh my says God. she's probably at her gay and lesbian group right now. <laughs> yeah, she says that about Phoebe. Yes. Yeah, Piper says that about Phoebe to make Leo think that she's gay. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Oh my God. And Phoebe took Aviva to their house. Which, what? It's like, what is wrong with this gal? Yeah, Phoebe being naive. I just like cannot relate to this. Like, this is the opposite of me. Yes, it like, is. Like, I distrust people too much. Yes. And this gal's like, see, Come it's on weird in. though, because like, I distrust people, but it used to be really easy for people to like, appeal to my Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like wanting to fix people or wanting to help people or wanting to you know yeah oh my god and it's so funny eviva is such a bad influence she says you should cast a spell on leo to make leo (laughs) like you like bitch what what do you mean and then that wouldn't be real and then eviva tells phoebe like a version of the truth about callie like not the whole truth, mm. but kind of tells her of her. Yeah, she's and like, then oh, it's, it's like also this high funny priestess. because at one point they say something, the color black comes up or something. It's basic black, color of my soul. And then Aviva says to Phoebe, yeah, black like my she color says, of my soul. She says basic black, the color of my soul. Yeah, the color of my mm-hmm. soul. <laughs> it's like, okay, gal, you're the first person to be upset. You're the first person to have a feeling. I mean, that's what it's like when you're a teen. It's, I just like, oh my God, I hate teenagers. Mm. I resent yeah. that I ever was one. I know. I mean, I was really like uncomfy. being a teenager. Like that, you should just like go into a pod <laughs> and then like go into a deep cryogenic sleep and then wake up when you're 21. Well, I mean, like, and then look you at, can start your life. Like they're at, unbearable. When at, I see a group of teens in public, I'm like, run. Look at teenage dogs. Like they're they're uh, awful. The but equivalent. At least they're cute. I mean, yeah, but they're the equi- they're unhinged though. Like they are unhinged. Teenagehood is a hard time. It's, it's there's a lot happening in your body. Yeah, basically everything teens say, you just go, okay, baby. Okay, little baby. <laughs> and then you just like nod and smile, let them feel their feelings. And then in a couple years, they'll call you and be like, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, exactly. Prue just got home and Eviva is in the house still with Phoebe upstairs in one of the bedrooms. And they're doing They're, they're doing stuff. the thing where they're going to summon Callie. Mm-hmm. Like Aviva's going to show Phoebe Callie. No, and I'm sorry. Aviva goes, she's giving it to you too. I'd be like, what? Chlamydia? Like, <gasps> no. I'd be like, don't give me anything. Don't just I give didn't, me I don't something. I consent to being given anything. Mm-hmm. But also, this is like a good way to mess with Phoebe too because she's like kind of bitter that her power is like Yeah, this is another way that Phoebe's kind of vulnerable mm. to this kind of thing is Phoebe wants an active power. Right, like, I'm sorry, and Phoebe. And all she has is premonitions. Yeah, this isn't throwing up any red flags for you, no? Yeah, but she gets to use this power that yeah. Aviva has from Callie that's like the power of heat. a little heat. plant bloom. It's pretty cool, the power of heat. Because cool. like, I thought it was just the power of fire initially when we saw it, but, but it's, like it's way cool to be like yeah. the power of heat because you could use it for good. Yeah. You know, like she has Phoebe stick her hand in a potted plant and the plant like is basically like acts like phoebe's hand is the sun and kind mm-hmm. of flowers it's pretty cool but then prue comes in and gets mad because right. honestly of me too same it's upsetting right also again andy's coming over yeah and so these gals are here they mad. weren't if supposed were her, to be I'm here sorry, these are the boundaries that i, I mean i get that it's like she's kind of got to prioritize magic but i would be like y'all get out I am yeah, like I told you this hanging in advance. out with my cute boyfriend. Yeah, it's like I just canceled on him last night. Look at his cute little face. Get out of here. But Prue goes to cancel on Andy again. Yeah. And he's and like, are you kidding me? It's giving the three strikes rule, but dating. Yeah. And it's 50 strikes. 
And he's giving her another shot because he's the most flexible man in the world. Yeah. And Aviva is like, you know, if Phoebe's annoying, Aviva's like painfully annoying. Yes. Like, oh my God. And it, I oh, hate, this oh my God, pause me. it. I've got to say oh, something. no. I have something to say. I hate when people try to interject themselves into a conversation between siblings. Oh, it's the worst. Oh my God. It is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they can never know the actual dynamic or circumstances that are going on. Because like in this situation, Aviva interrupts Prue and Phoebe's conversation and is like, this is Phoebe's house too. She is right. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh girl, do you want to fight? <laughs> do you want to fight? Because let me tell you, in past situations where yeah. you and I are like bickering yeah, yeah, or yeah. like having an unimportant sister little, thing. little yeah. convo that's like a little bit heated, it's never important because that's how siblings are. Yeah. And it's over in two minutes. And then some bitch walks up and tries to interject herself. And I'm like, shut up. You don't know what's going on. So when Aviva did this, I wanted to punch her in the face. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that only ever happens with like only children <laughs> because they don't. Atlas. They don't get Stop the sibling dynamic. Yeah, Aviva is an only child. Well, because that is the thing. Like, it's a very specific. You just got to let it let it play out. Yeah, our next scene, we're with, it's Aviva and Aunt Jackie, and she's like, get out of my room. Yeah, Aunt Jackie comes into our room, and we're in the middle of ritual talking to our lady in the mirror, and she's yeah. like, get out. You skipped school today, and I want to know why. Get out of my room. Yeah. And listen, this girl, she came for Aunt now, Jackie. Aunt Jackie's mad that she skipped school. Which, fair. And then Callie... Sets her on fire. You know, well, no, she does. Aviva does it. But Callie does it like through Aviva. Right. So like she sets her aunt on fire, like her dress. Yeah. Which and I don't know what's going aunt- on with Aunt Jackie. Stop dropping roll, girl. She Not tried. She fell out. down the stairs. What do you mean? She she comes catapulting out of the room. Listen, <laughs> you suddenly get caught stairs. on fire and then see how I cool and calm and collective I you will are say, i have caught you know that i have caught things on fire a number of times yeah <laughs> you, you yelled maddie hell okay that was the first time because i was surprised now i'm ready like, for what my, do you mean i now, put it out now i'm ready to catch things on fire at any point oh my like, god when you weren't here well yeah you did that silly thing I with caught, the oven i caught oh something on fire I had, like some paper on fire in the oven it was like well, i'm not that stupid okay i'm just weird i already had a big i don't i love how i'm telling this story now i already had a big <laughs> the theme of the episode is fire i already had <laughs> a accidental fire <laughs> i already had a baking sheet in there so i was gonna just tip over this container of potatoes that had like it was paper in there but i was just gonna like you know dump them on there but i accidentally touched, touched the paper to the-, to the top hot coils of the oven it instantly went up in flames mind you both my dogs are like at my feet i'm like oh holy shit so i grab it and somehow while it's on fire and it's it's burning me mind you <laughs> it's burning I, me i turn around and i like avoid my dogs and i drop it in the sink and i i put out the fire but yeah. it was it was alarming yeah. i like laughed after though because i was <gasps> like guys why am i like this she holds fire in her hand. basically so point is you know what i am calm cool and the collected with fires around fire don't safety, catch your aunt on fire, fire safety is important kids right stop drop and roll kids you should be careful around flames right and never leave a candle burning in a room that you are not in amen because yep <laughs> yep yeah so aunt jackie gets taken off and it's not good it's not yeah good so news. yeah aunt, the 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 ambulance is here to take <laughs> aunt jackie to the hospital yeah and then aviva's talking to callie like what the f-? yeah and did you see how i stopped myself <laughs> in case you wonder in that moment 
Jordan like, wants me to stop saying the F word, so I'm trying, but I have a hard time. I have a really hard time, okay? Because I swear a lot. I have the mouth of a sailor. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what the goodness? Well, you, you could have just done what you did. What the f- I did that. Yeah, that's fine. And, but I also love how, what's this mirror hose name? Callie. Callie. I love Which, how Callie is immediately like, her main concern is, what did you tell the police? Like, okay, not oh my seeming God. very ethereal now. No, but I do have to say one little thing about Callie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think... You know, obviously this wasn't intended. It's just like a coincidence, mm. but I didn't love that they keep I don't love that they keep on this show taking real names of real deities and then like just putting them Do into any situation. I think they probably Maybe. just looked up names of deities and they See, were like, yeah, This that sounds is weird. spooky, this sounds spooky. Because Callie is a real deity, a real Hindu goddess. Mm. And she's kind of a little bit of a darker deity oh. I'm, i don't know that much about her so i'm not going to say that much because i don't want to say anything wrong mm-hmm. but what i do know about callie is that she's very fierce like what i've heard about her is that she's like a very strong deity and she has to do with like death and like um i think she's also kind of associated with like doomsday apocalyptic kind of vibes and then also like time and you know the concept yeah. of time and all those things but yeah so i don't know when when i heard her call her callie i was like i'll let it go because they're not directly d- like uh, like um associating it's just her weird. with Why not that pick callie like any deity. name and also i think when we see the book of shadows with callie's name in it we got to pay attention because mm. i can't remember how they spelled it because if mm. they spell it with a k i'm more upset mm. because that's the real spelling of the Hindu oh is it more like callie, callie? Well, yeah, but some like white people often say cat, like you know, like, oh. like they say it like very white, you know. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, I think I do think it's supposed to be like okay. or something like that. I don't really know though. I'm not an expert. Yeah, on I do that. think that I don't know. I would be curious. Like, do you guys have like a list of deities and you just like pull from it? Yeah, you just, like Google. Like, like why I guess not you can't just Google make up them a name, necessarily. Guys. Like, I feel like on Buffy, not to do a direct comparison, but like I feel like on Buffy they make names up or they'll take or they take or real take names from demons in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, like or they'll take like, actual demon names without spoiling anything weird if you haven't seen buffy like you know that scene with willow where hakate is referenced yeah that made sense they reference her for the correctly. situation yeah they yeah. reference her correctly as yes. like a being that witches work with yeah that like yeah. works kind of between realms yeah, yeah. They, they're not like she's a demon yeah yeah so like i um, don't know it's but i do think that they and like probably this- should have either taken real mythology and like used tried it? to be kind of along or, the right lines of it or just like or just made up make up a name stuff. yeah or just like yeah. take names from deities that are negative or mm. from demons who are like known to be you know yeah. in quotes demons you know like at least do that yeah like there's so many things to choose from is what gets me mm-hmm. but um but i did let it go a little bit just because this like Callie lady in the mirror, she looks nothing like the deity. Right, I mean, so yeah. like, which like, how imagine. could she? I would imagine so, a Hindu like, deity is not a blonde lady. No, like they're blue. You know, of course, like all Why the Hindu deities be? are like they have kooky colored skin. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, like, yeah. Dark they got hair, a lot of arms blah, 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 and stuff. Like, yeah, and, like kooky bodies and stuff. Callie says that she's gonna take Bruce's place in the Power of Three. Yeah, which Aviva. is ridiculous. Which is hilarious. Like, you could maybe take Phoebe's place, and even then, probably no. not. Oh, how dare you? But also at the beginning of that scene where Aviva's, like, complaining to Callie that it's not going well, Aviva says, I wish she were dead about yeah, Prue. holy hell. What kind of bullshit? Don't be wishing that Calm shit on down, people. Miss Eyebrows. I hate her, and I wish that she were dead. 
Yeah, and now she's she so Aviva shows up to the sisters and she's being a manipulative as usual. Yeah. And, and they Aviva, feel bad for her because her aunt's in the hospital, her mom's in rehab, poor teen. Yeah. No. And Aviva is kind of on the cusp of like still trying to do Callie's plan, but also feeling really weird about having accidentally nearly killed of her course. aunt. So like there's some cracks. And you've got these like real life ladies who are like being nice to you. Yeah, so that's you're, the you know. thing. It's like, but she's going to spend the night at the manor, which is ooh, yeah. probably not a good plan. Yeah. And she blames the candle. She says that right. the candle accidentally lit her aunt on fire and then her aunt like stumbled back and fell down the stairs, which is bullshit. Yeah. Also, I will say this reminded me of Nexium. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, Why? Just because like the way she just like shows up and says now, like you have to do it now. I was like, this is the weirdest one like person cult, cult ever. Yeah. One person cult. No fun in a one person no, cult. No, not at all. The only positive is like the, the You don't the even community. get the community aspect. <laughs> But no. yeah, so it's the middle of the night. Callie shows up in the mirror and says, it's time Yeah. to Aviva. So Aviva goes and creeps Miss over to Prue's room. What the hell is she going to do to Prue? Yeah, while well, she's sleeping. But then Piper, right? Piper finds her in the hall and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm looking for the bathroom. Classic. You're I not was... looking for the bathroom. Right. Also, Prue's sleeping with the light on like a freak. LOL. I mean, yeah, we're making a program apparently yeah like it's just for the show yeah. but like who sleeps with the light on mm-hmm. the next day yeah prue's going to the hospital to, to see meet with Jackie. aviva's aunt mm-hmm. gonna chat with her and aviva's still at the yeah. at the manor hanging out with the gals mm-hmm. and i love it because aunt jackie is like calls her a strange kid it's like that's kind she sent you on fire yeah, like you don't remember that. Maybe she thinks it was I mean, an I accident. I mean, I think you don't assume someone yeah, said, like, you know, like you assume Maybe she it thinks she accident. just got too close to a candle. Right. Because like it did happen really fast too. So I, I do buy that. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's she, like, what? She tells Prue that she stole the cat. Yes. She tells Prue that she's into black magic. Right. No wonder. So Prue's like, okay, I was right. Mm-hmm. She got some information from Aunt Jackie. Yeah, it's so every time I walk past, she's in there chanting. Yeah, she, nothing you know, is scary. They talk about her chanting. mom being in rehab. Shout out to chanting. Oh my god, she's still it. talking about chanting. I avoided it for a long time, but turns out it's actually really good. Oh, you did a lot of chanting at yoga teacher training. It's good stuff. Yeah, I always thought it would be bad for my OCD because accounting. Oh, yeah, but it actually is kind of really good for my OCD. Mm-hmm. Chanting digression. Yeah, we're at Quake. Oh God, yeah. Andy and got stood up. Andy, even I remember the time they were supposed to meet, and Prue doesn't even show I up. remember the time they were supposed ADHD. to meet. Yeah, Prue doesn't show up. Andy's no. pissed. I mean, he's in like, fairness, I'm she's Piper like, tries to kind of calm him down, but he's like, "Bye." Yeah, he's like, "This is the third strike of this episode. There were fifty strikes yeah. before this." But Prue's in Aviva's room. She's doing some snooping around, and she finds some stuff. She finds some magical items. Callie flashes in the mirror behind her. Very spooky. Bit of a mirror threat. Yes, a threat. Oh, and we she... find her diary. Mm-hmm. And in the diary is all the goss. Prue sees the whole plan in her diary. Callie says we're close to taking over. Like, okay. Like, yeah, right. You've never been close in your life. You to can't doing take over my familial bloodline. And then prue takes her phone out of her pocket extends the antenna yes! and makes a call if anyone yes! needs to make a call i've got a phone, got a phone. Nah. I, you know who should sponsor us big dvd <laughs> that's who should sponsor us big dvd home phones they oh, should sponsor us we'll drop 50 random VHS references tapes. right 
Oh, but yeah, Prue calls, eyes. tells them, tells Phoebe, keep, do not let Aviva out of your sight. Mm-hmm. And then what does Phoebe do? Let Aviva go upstairs so Phoebe can't see her. Right. Come you on. You had one Phoebe. job, Phoebe. One job. Literally. Why are you useless in this moment? Yeah. Yeah, Aviva says, I want to go lie down. <laughs> I also love how the mirror lady just like sees it all no matter where she is, like an evil Santa Claus. Yeah, she's in every mirror. Mm-hmm. An evil Santa Claus. She sees you when you're sleeping. She knows when you're doing plans. Outlet. Watch you with her yellow eyes and she'll set your head on fire. Yeah. Better watch out. Anyway. Um, so okay, and this, Aviva, this, wait, wait, wait. This is so irksome to me, right? What? Because Leo says to... Phoebe, are you in Aviva like they're hooking up? Oh my Which god, Aviva's a child. She's a child. Yeah, basically Leo thinks Phoebe's gay. Yeah, I do feel like this this time period was like really weird about Yeah, ages they were really weird about a lot of stuff. Stuff. Because that's just like you can't write that. That's weird to even suggest. Why would he think that? She's a teenager. She's literally she's like in, she's a teenager. She's like Phoebe's a grown ass woman. That's so gross. And how may dare how dare you have the only gay reference be, you know, statutory rape. yes we need an almost homeo wow an almost homophobia button <laughs> oh almost homophobia well because it's Ring also the hard because like frankly there is that weird association between like pedophilia and, and homophobia gay yeah. people act like gay people are pedophiles because people are people are pervs and they project yeah. that onto yeah it's just know. like christian propaganda too. right but and Aviva, then it's Aviva? problematic. Wait, I'm sorry. No, and no. then it's problematic because Phoebe counters with saying something about how Piper's. Okay, so it was there. Yes. Yeah, Piper's on meds. Piper's on meds. Her, and her psychologist. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, like so, her yeah, psychiatrist. Are, blah blah blah. It's like okay, so you the two worst things you can be yes, are gay, gay and, and mentally meds. ill. Yes, yes, yes. It's like okay, cool. Meanwhile, check, y'all are like check. fighting demons. Okay. Yeah. Like how many times have we anyway, saved you all? That's just lazy. Um, yeah. 90s yeah. story and, but Aviva takes her bag and goes to Prue's room and kind of gets all set up with her candles and she's waiting for Prue to open the door and come into her bedroom so that she can kill her but then Phoebe gets a premonition of Aviva trying to kill Prue so Phoebe knows yes. that something's going on yeah and it's not cool and then right after her premonition Prue gets <laughs> it's home not cool. right Prue gets home and mind you, Prue said, don't let her out of your sight. Yeah, so Phoebe failed her one job. Right. And then because Phoebe I say saw... the altar setups are always really nice, though. Usually, yeah. yeah. Or like... That's like the easiest thing to get right, though. People are like, just put the candles in a circle. Yeah, but that one was like they were in a square on a blanket, and then there was like a yeah, skull in the middle. Yeah, she that every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the but yeah, of the so skull Phoebe is. interrupts, and because it, yeah, the exact Phoebe same thing from the premonition room. happens, except for it's except Phoebe, for Phoebe, and she's semi ready. So she tries to kill Phoebe accidentally, which is like the one she didn't want to kill, right? And she's immediately like, "Oh my god, not good, bad, bad vibes." The jig is up, and then Aviva runs off in shame. Yeah, she's constantly setting things on fire. The, uh, the trajectory of fire starters in this show is always pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a volatile not thing. Not great. Yeah. Oh, so much fire action in those later seasons. Yes, a lot of fire for sure. Yeah, we got to set on fire, but we're just going to ice it. Yeah, Aviva ran off. Leo's hanging around. I and They can't say, really fully talk about it in front of him. Yes. So they're like, could you go? Yeah. Could, could you go, cutie boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And they're like, Leo, um, come back later. They're like, we got this, Leo. You're a busy boy. Get out of here. He said, bye. So Phoebe tells the gals that she had a premonition that Aviva was going to hurt Prue. Yeah, they're so all she... catching. Prue's saying what she found out. Phoebe's telling them right. what happened to her. So we're putting all the pieces together. And as, too you, bad they as usual, you know, send a little text. Yeah, as usual, Prue was right. By the way, this is me texting, Aviva bad stole cat. This would be so funny <laughs> if they could text, honestly. Like this whole show would, would be, be much ruined, funnier. Like most things, yeah. Yeah, basically texting ruined everything. Yeah, this this we can't have one moment of peace from this Callie. Lady. Yeah, Callie shows up in our mirror back at the apartment, and she's like, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" She's like, "You only have powers because of me. You do what I want." And Aviva's like, "I don't want to kill nobody." She said, "This is out of control." And then we get tricked so hard by this Callie yeah. gal. She says, "Just just reach. I'm not upset. Just reach into the mirror and I'll go away." What? Mm -hmm. No. Is this the first possession of the show? Is it? I think it might oh be. Oh my god, our first possession. Baby's first possession. I hope it is. It might not be. There's a lot of possession. I mean, none of the gals have been possessed yet, yeah. right? There hasn't been like a major possession if there has been one. It is no. a K. It's a K. It is a K. Callie with now a K. We have to Callie be more with upset, a K, guys. But yeah, she's. I looked it up more when we took a break a bit ago, and yeah, she's the um, the real deity is uh, a deity of darkness, death. You know, and that she's kind of not thing. like cursed into a mirror. That's not a thing. Okay, no, I mean, not I, like I said, I'm not. Right. A, I'm yeah, not an expert. Not there like might a, be a, a mythological expert. thing at some point, okay. but as far as I know, that's not a thing. But right. I, I truly do not know. But yeah, uh, apparently, getting rid of her is quite simple. You just got to shatter that hoe. Yeah, you got to trap her back in the mirror and then shatter her. They see Aviva comes in possessed by Callie. Uh huh. Yeah, she's strong. But I will say, us. Aviva's pretty strong because she goes, "Baby, help! Never mind." <laughs> Baby, help me! Never mind. Oh my god, I love that. Never mind. It's one of my favorite. I remember when we did watch this with our friend. It was like a laugh out loud moment because it is. It is. Funny. Yeah, because why would she say never mind? You don't have to say never That's mind. It's great. I love like, it. I never please mind. don't change it. It's so funny. Yeah, like I would please be like, don't That's change exact. it. <laughs> But yeah, and then the gals realize, mostly Phoebe, realizes if Piper freezes her, mm -hmm. Callie will freeze and Aviva won't. Right. So they freeze her to get Callie and out then of Aviva's body. And when they body. freeze her, Callie's all spooky with yeah, her arms. Yeah, she's up. got her arms up. She looks like a spooky uh, yard decoration yeah, you yeah, buy yeah. at Spirit oh Halloween. She, she flies. Gets through the air. Flung into the air by Prue, thrown into the mirror, and yeah, then Prue we go pushes smash. her into the mirror. This is one of my favorite kills. It's really good. It's efficient. Because she's in flames in the mirror, and uh -huh. then the mirror shatters. It's like double, uh -huh. double vanquished. And also, I don't know how much of this is then like... Then we see her in the shards which burning. I love. Oh. Yeah. And this one I can't recreate, which is I unfortunate. It. but i love that like you know i don't know if this was just like they were figuring out how it's to write the show as it was are you serious <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry continue i don't know if this was like they were <laughs> figuring out how to write the show alongside them like kind of becoming better and better witches you yeah. know I don't, I don't know i don't think it was intentional but there is this thing that happens where it's like they get more and more like think on the fly yeah, like with their yeah. witchcraft they're starting stuff. to really realize yeah. like your power can be used in whatever way ways. you want yeah like you don't have to just like directly be like uh -huh. freeze move things you know like you yeah. can make it kooky you can use it in weird mm -hmm. weird situations and it's crazy because in this uh, little last scene like few scenes with aviva she's We're like, a little less goth. she's less goth and she looks like a completely different person yeah like without the black lipstick yeah, black lipstick will do a lot for a person. black lipstick will kind of ruin your face 
that's not fair what if somebody really likes black it depends on the face i mean i will say there's like an annoying tropey thing here right where it's like she's into this darkness she likes black she likes blah blah so she's inherently miserable yeah that's not necessarily true i just feel compelled to say that like if you're a person who loves black or like wears a lot of black or has a very like goth emo-y vibe it's like there's something wrong with you i mean that can be a thing if you like you know were healed or better than you wouldn't feel that way anymore Mm -hmm. and that's not always true some people that's their aesthetic right there's balance you gotta there. pick an aesthetic and go for it gal mm-hmm. and phoebe gives her a real nice talk and it's she's a like cute little just chat be you and it's like sure yeah troublemakers maybe don't start any fires yeah don't set anyone on fire yeah that's something you should avoid and then i think it's interesting because like they um they're like don't tell anyone about us and i'm like no i'm gonna need you to wipe this hose brain somehow. yeah i would not be wa- having her walk out knowing like everything she's a teen I mean, i guess in fairness she's you have a not lot of dirt a witch on her. anymore right but you, you know? have a lot of dirt on her that's true so yeah. Balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah very true yeah and also like what would she gain from telling anyone no one would believe her they'd all just think she was insane mm-hmm but then we see Prue was kind of stalking Andy's house, waiting for him to get home so she could kind of stop him before he went in. Mm-hmm. And so she's chatting with him on the street and he's really upset. Yeah, it's not great. And Which, of course, he's They're going to take a break. Ugh. They have like a little mini breakup and it's horrible. Our parents are breaking up. This family is broken. I know. I hate it. But I get we it. come from a broken home. Like, what is he supposed to do? I mean, if I were him, I would be done too. I'd be right. like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And you know, her, this is standard conversation of, I can't, I can't tell, tell you. you I can't tell you. Yeah. And he's like, just tell me. And she's like, I can't. Like, I quite literally cannot. Also, you would not believe me. And yeah. we should just tell him. Like, this is the point where we're, we're reaching, where it's like, just tell just him. Just tell him. Just yeah. tell him. Just you show gotta tell him. him in some you way. You just gotta show him. Yeah. And if he freaks out, he freaks out. And that's the T. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't keep doing this. Well, that may be something we address. Maybe we are leading to that. Ooh. Yes. I don't know why I made a Halloween Yeah, sound. we're taking a break. He says he doesn't know what he wants yeah, anymore. Yeah, because he's tired of being stood up. Yeah, and we fade out. Sad, he sad said breakup nobody wants music. to watch Body Heat alone. <laughs> okay yeah so that's that not a good solo watch that was that a lot of digressions but you know what can i say two episodes in a row last last time we had hikari right with like crazy goddess where we are directly disrespecting a a, a goddess Mm -hmm. so just ponder that you know maybe maybe apologize (laughs) hey uh so cool you know what you should probably do if you're a nice person who loves joy leave us a review a good one because my dogs they um they're hurt if there's no good review (laughs) i gotta go i don't know she tried anyway should i do that again no i mean we can use okay thank you for listening uh hanging in there while we rant about things that aren't related to the episode at all and then also when we talk about the episode but that's think- re- it's really great that you were here for that um and yeah rate and review our podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify and uh don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on youtube and give a little thumbs up hit the little thumb up yeah bye oh bye. also Ooh. uh posting some stuff on the socials so yeah peep, peep follow us on, on tiktok social. and instagram at the power of two pod gotta go bye
The Power of Two Will Do Nothing For You is a Vanderland Productions podcast hosted by Jordan and Madison Vanderland, produced and edited by Madison Vanderland. All featured charmed audio and video clips are registered to the original copyright holders.